0: what's up everybody this is word of a rebel and this is part three of journey of a thousand dates and just as i mentioned in part two part three is going to focus on the time whenever i knew that things weren't going to work out but the other person just would not accept it in part two we talked about the the importance of acknowledging when things aren't going to work out early on and going ahead and just being okay with that like it's not a bad thing so definitely listen to part two because that is a very important message now part three is a different situation this is where the other person didn't agree so me and this person had dated for like a few months you know we did things like we went hiking uh, we went to different like parties had dinner dates and things like that and uh, when it got you know a few months into it there was some issues some pretty big issues that started to crop up. Um, One of the biggest issues with this is that um, this person showed signs of being jealous. Now, in part one, I talked about a jealous person. Um, This person had similar tendencies. So, this person had gotten a hold of my cell phone and had gone to my Facebook messages and saw where someone tried to flirt with me in my inbox. Now, the person who tried to flirt with me in my inbox couldn't really speak English very well and it became very obvious from the way that they were texting me uh, so chances are it could have also been just like a spam type of thing um but nevertheless that's what was in in my phone now also you have to understand like we were not in a relationship at this point um a few months into the relationship or whatever and so he sees this this message from somebody and he reads my reply and my reply is um you know are are you looking for an english teacher because i do teach english and i thought maybe he was referred to me by someone but having a hard time um you know f- figuring out how to put it into english words what he was trying to say um so me being an english teacher i'm trying to clarify for this person and you know he replies back no that's not what it is um he says are you single To which I said, yes, I am, but that's not part of the conversation. Are you looking for an English teacher or not? And he said, no. He says, I like you. And then the next message, I said, well, I'm not interested. Um, And then I just, that ended the message. That was the end of it. Well, he had read all of that. And I came uh, to see him or whatever. And he's going off on me about this freaking Facebook message. And the way that he had gotten to my phone is because my phone had fallen in water. And so he was trying to, like, fix it for me and, like, dry it out. And, of course, once it dried out, um, you know, everything was open on the phone. And so he goes to the Facebook messages, I guess, to see if I was going to be seeing somebody else. Now, once again, the reason why I mentioned that he and I were not actually in a committed relationship is very important because this person asked me if I was single. And what he got mad at is that I said, yes, I was. So he's, like, fussing at me about this and, like, really going in. And um, I let him finish because I really don't like to argue. I just think that it's pointless, especially that raising of voices and just yelling at each other. It's really freaking pointless. So I let him finish, and then I said, well, we're not in a relationship. So my answer to that question was perfectly acceptable because, you know, I am single. I'm not in a relationship. That is what it is, and that's okay. Um, and so he's really, really upset. And I said, You know what? I don't like uh, being in partnerships with people where this is how people communicate. And I'm not going to be in a, in, a, in a partnership with anybody who has to communicate by raising their voice and yelling at me. And he said, Well, my ex, and this is where he made a mistake, ladies and gentlemen. He said, Me and my ex. Uh, had no problem fighting with each other because we were fighting for our relationship I said fighting for your relationship means you know refusing to allow the world to disrupt your relationship but you're attacking me right now you're not lashing out at the world you're lashing out at me so this is where we have a problem and so no I will not do that so um There was one other issue involved in this partnership where there was some dishonesty on his part, and the only reason why I figured it out is because it slipped up uh, within the next week after this conversation, and it wasn't a cheating thing or anything like that. It was just something pretty substantial that I'm going to save for another episode. Um, And so within that week, you know, these two things happened, um, recognizing that he was withholding information about something very important to, you know, trying to be with somebody. Um, and also the fact that, uh, he got so outrageously ridiculous over this, uh, Facebook message. So I ended up ending it, right? And I told him that it was over and it was done with, and that I didn't want to see him again. Um, he proceeded a few days later to come back to my apartment, trying to apologize. And I told him to leave again, told him to leave. You're not welcome here. You need to leave. Um, it was crazy because he ended up moving into an apartment in the front of my apartment complex on purpose, um, which was truly scary at this point. So, and he showed up at my apartment. This was like the second time after the breakup that he showed up at my apartment. And I had to tell him, look, if I see you again, I am going to have to call the police because you've been told not to come here so since you have felt the need to move to this complex you can only stay in the first half of the complex if i see you on the back half of the complex i'm going to call the police and have you picked up so nevertheless after that i didn't see him again he did not show up um and he actually ended up back with his ex which is probably where he should have stayed all along because they like to fight with each other and apparently that's how they work and that's all well and good because if two people like to fight, then they have something in common. I can't get mad at them. Maybe, maybe it's exciting to them. Maybe that's part of their you know they thing, you know, it gets them going. So it just doesn't work for me. But if you notice, like this is the second time and I feel this is kind of crazy. This is the second story where I have where somebody got like obsessive um with me. Um and Interestingly, I think these two people occurred in my dating life within a year of each other So there might have been something I was going through. So this is another thing. Maybe it's the second message of today's episode is uh, pay attention to your own choices that you're making because I Did choose to date both of these individuals? Uh, and I believe yeah, I think they're about a year apart um, So that says a lot. What was I looking for in that time frame? What was it that I emotionally and spiritually needed that drew me to these two people who both ended up being obsessive where most of the guys that I spent time with are not really obsessive people at all. Like I don't I don't tend to date jealous people. But for some reason in this time frame of my life, that's what I was doing. So also be willing to assess your choices and your part in it. Um, You're choosing certain personality traits. And you need to be mindful of that and try to figure out why. A lot of people say um, that they find that they that they date people who remind them of the emotional issues that their parents had. I, I believe that firmly. There's actually research about that about people trying to fix the person they date uh, in the way that their parent needed to be fixed. And that's you know a possibility there. A lot of people say also that um, when we go through traumatic experiences, whether personal or romantic or health wise, that we seek out what we need emotionally. If we're single in that moment, we seek out what we need emotionally in the people that we date. And I believe that also. And so, you know, it's important to kind of reflect on the choices that you've made in dating and asking yourself, you know, was I choosing this person because they were potential for a life partnership or was I choosing them because of a temporary need that I had? That's an important distinction. So I look forward to hearing from you guys. What do you think about that? Can you think of a time where you chose somebody that you thought you were choosing them for life partnership, but then you realized you really only chose them because of a temporary need you had? And can you explain that? And once again, if you would like for me to tell your story, I'm willing to tell your story on my podcast or you can record an audio And then I can upload the audio to the podcast episode of course I'll give like an introduction to your story before Um, or I can interview you let me know about a time that you felt like you chose somebody out of a temporary need and you want to talk about what that what that meant like what was that need where did it come from Um, and, and how did that affect the dating choice and when did you realize And how did you respond when you recognize that that's why you made that choice? I look forward to hearing your stories, everybody. Remember, Word of a Rebel on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube. At Word of a Rebel. Peace.